welcome back to the expansion of the kingdom ministries y'all i just have to say whenever i think that god okay whenever i think i've achieved a beautiful message from god he never fails to blow my mind and ooh, don't let me cry god okay he never fails to wow me okay so oh my gosh this message is just straight off the throne of heaven and i just can't wait to get into it i could not go to sleep i slept all day and now i'm up in the hours where i truly believe that god really you know moves in these late hours early mornings but this message just all came together and it really wowed me because god like literally tied everything together he made it and you know it's crazy like how in my previous podcast i said how god just kind of you know links every um segment that i dropped together that's exactly what he did with this one like i was saying you know god is is a masterpiece um he's like a a great artist and you know that's exactly what he did he he made everything come together beautifully for this message so i just want to say you know i love you guys and i just really hope that this message blesses you and dear lord just bring whoever it's for god father god open up our ears to hear and our eyes to see dear lord speak through me powerfully and mightily dear lord in jesus name i pray amen so i was in palm 77 16 through 20 and before i go ahead and um get into the message i wrote everything down but i want to read it so i was brought to this passage about a week and a half ago and i just wasn't it really captive um captivated me it captured my attention but i just couldn't understand what god was saying so i had to come back to it and this time around god really opened up my eyes to what he was saying but it starts from psalm 77 16 and then it goes to um really 19 but i just want to include the whole little paragraph says the water saw you oh god the water saw you they were afraid the depths also trembled the clouds poured out water the sky sent out a sound your arrows also flashed about the voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind the lightings let lit up the world the earth trembled and shook your ways was in the sea your path in the great waters and your footsteps were known you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron oh my gosh it really goes to 20 because now that I just read 20 you led your people oh my god okay that's just spoiling it but I'm gonna go back to 20 because it's just oh god I'm so excited okay so this is what the Lord spoke to me water is a powerful force of nature 
It's uncontrollable and unpredictable. Majority of its territory is undiscovered by man. Tsunamis, floods, storms, and powerful waves swallow up whole cities. They swallow up ships. The deepest part of the ocean, known as the Challenger Deep, is approximately 36,200 feet deep. And I believe that it's probably deeper because we have, we're incapable of going to the deepest part of the ocean. We're just, we haven't, we don't have science yet that can get us to it. So I believe it's probably deeper than 36,200 feet. The waters were afraid of the Lord, it said, and the deeps trembled at the sight of God. And and so if the water, the deepest part of the water trembles at the sight of God, it got me thinking how we're afraid of the waters and what is in the waters and what comes from the waters. We can't reach the bottom. Towns can be destroyed by it. Ships can be swallowed up by it. And in the days of Noah, the whole world was swallowed up by the waters. Yet they fear God. Yet God can calm the sea. We've seen it multiple times where Jesus told the storm to calm. Where God, um, you know, commanded the waters to swallow up the whole land. But then he commanded it to go back into the sea again. And yet Jesus walked on water. Water cleanse and purifies and washes away sins. Jesus was baptized and he descended out like a dove out of the water. We are baptized to purify ourselves. And it states that your way was in the sea. So God's way was in the sea, and, and it got me thinking, God, what does that mean? And so here's really where God really spoke. God's love is wide, vast, and long and deep. We only discovered a small percentage of just who God is, just like the waters. Truly, our minds cannot even comprehend the depth of God. A part of him is hidden from us. That I am much more powerful than the sea. I'm much more strong than the waves and the biggest storm. I purify and I cleanse you. Most of your bodies are made up with water, just like you are made up of me. My path is in the great waters and then I said God what does that mean and he said I will split the sea for you and enclose it on your enemies oh Jesus water is mentioned 722 times throughout the Bible more than faith hope prayer and worship so I said 722 God and he told me to look up the scripture. Jeremiah 7.22 For when I brought your ancestors out of Egypt and spoke to them, I did not just give them commandments about burnt offerings and sacrifices. 
And so I had to think, well, how does this even have to do anything with water? But then I thought, how did God bring his children out of Egypt and out of the slavery by parting the Red Sea? God promised the children if they would obey God and keep his commandments and his covenant, that they would be his special people. And they agreed to this. But later they did not obey the Lord. They believed they couldn't disappoint God because they were his chosen people. They lived for themselves because of this false thinking and no longer lived for God. They had one foot on one fence and one foot on the other side of the fence. They would worship God in the temple and make burnt and sacrifices to him while they would worship other gods. They thought they could have it all. They would make sacrifices in the altar to God, but weren't fully living for him. And so that's why God said, I did not just give them commandments about burnt offerings and sacrifices. And really what this means is that he would rather have their commitment and love for God more than he would want their sacrifices and temples. The water is symbolic to God's love. It overpowers us, cleanses us, takes us under, and pulls us in just like waves. It's deeper than we'll ever truly know or be able to comprehend. And then God brought me to How Deep Is Your Love? The, the chorus of that song just kept ringing in my ears. And so I looked up. I didn't even know, you know, what the artist was. And it's Calvin Harris and Disciples. And Disciples. And Disciples. And Disciples. But before I read the lyrics, because God wanted me to read the lyrics to you. If we go back. To Psalms 20, it says, You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Moses was the one that used his rod, and God worked through him to part the Red Sea. Moses was the one that led the Israelites out of Egypt, out of slavery. And it's weird how I never caught that. And I think God did that on purpose because he ended up tying it all together. And so then when you go to the lyrics, of how deep is your love? The beginning says, I want you to breathe me in. Let me be your heir. Let me roam your body freely. No inhibition, no fear. Our very breath that we just took right now is God breathing his breath of life into us. He wants us to not live in fear and he wants us to allow him to roam our body freely. How deep is your love? Is it like the ocean? 
What devotion are you? Are you devoted to God? How deep is your love? Is it like nirvana? Hit me harder again. How deep is your love? Is it like the ocean? Pull me closer again. How deep is your love? Open up my eyes and tell me who I am. Let me in on all your secrets. No ambition, no sin. How deep is your love? Mm. And if that doesn't just summarize the whole thing that I just said, I don't know what, you know, will open up our eyes to be able to see that God is a speaking God, that God is always speaking to us, that God is always connecting the dots, and that he wants to remind us that, yeah, you can live and try to do all these great things for me and practice these religious, you know, religious com- um, practices. There we go. But at the end of the day, God's saying, I would much rather have your devotion and your love than you being so religious and, and so perfect. God would rather have your heart. God would rather have your love. And he just wants to overpower you and pull you in like the ocean, like the sea. And he wants you to know that his love for you is so deep beyond our comprehension and beyond our knowing. And so I just pray that this encouraged you and just brought you a, a fresh wind a fresh wind, just close your eyes and imagine you're on the sea and a fresh wind hits you. What do you smell? What do you feel? And it just brings you so much refreshment and so much peace and so much calmness. Even though the storm, even though the sea can be a raging storm and crazy, unpredictable waters, the sea can also be calm, still, and peaceful. And so God is saying, even when I move in your life and your life looks like the storm is going to take you under and everything seems chaotic and everything seems crazy, that my love is calm, it's deep, it will bring you peace. And in the storm, my love will give you peace in the storm. And and, and the waters, they, the deeps, the depths of the sea, they tremble at the sight of the Lord. And the waters fear the Lord. So, the, so God has control over the storms in our life. And that God loves us so deeply, so passionately. A lot of people, um, they like to talk about passion and love like water, like the, like the ocean. A lot of people compare it to that because it's so deep, it's so 
crazy. It's so love can make you so crazy. Love can make you just feel so passionate, like deeply passionate, deeply in love, madly in love, just like the waters are mad, the waters are crazy, the waters are rushing, the waters are deep, the waters are everything that is symbolic for love. And so God is saying that he loves you so much. And he just wants you to know that you don't have to practice all these religious practices, that he'd much rather have a relationship with you and that he would much rather have your devotion. So I encourage you to play that song by Calvin Harris and Disciples. There we go. Another great, great sign, confirmation from God disciples and you know listen to that song and and imagine that God's singing that to you everything doesn't have to be a gospel a Christian song for you to worship God you know God can use anyone and he used these artists to speak through So I encourage you to play that song, start your morning off right, start your day off right, and it's crazy because I fear the waters, I fear the waters, I fear the waters, like there's sharks in there, it's crazy, like a storm could really happen at any point, take you under, And God wants us to get back to fearing him, you know. But at the same time, I love water. I am captivated by water. I'm amazed by water. I love, you know, surfing. I love swimming. I love the feeling that the water brings me. I love the cleansing that the water gives me. So there's a balance there. There's a balance with God. You you fear him, but you also love him and appreciate him. And you don't allow the fear to keep you from the sea. You don't allow the fear to keep you from God, to stop you, to keep you from moving, to keep you from discovering and building a relationship with God. You use the other side of the appreciation and the amazement and the wonderfulness that water brings and you know that God is all about balance and he's balanced and so yeah I definitely I always say that but I definitely know that I covered everything that I needed to cover and I'm just so thankful for this word it was really a beautiful word And I hope that it, you know, brought you some peace and comfort and reminded you of what's important to get back to what's important. And that's to have a relationship with God. So just know that God loves you guys. I love you. Until next time.